You're listening to the Inside the Mix podcast with your host, Mark Matthews. Hello and welcome to the Inside the Mix podcast. I'm Mark Matthews, your host, musician, producer and mix and mastering engineer. You've come to the right place if you want to know more about your favorite synth music artists, music engineering and production, songwriting and the music industry. I've been writing, producing, mixing and mastering music for over 15 years and I want to share what I've learned with you. Hello and welcome to another tutorial episode of the Inside the Mix podcast. In this episode, we're going to be focusing on one of my favorite parts of the mixing process and that is compression. And compression is probably also one of the most challenging ones to get your head around. And hopefully this tutorial will help give you a platform to build upon in terms of your knowledge. It's a really basic foundational overview of compression. But before we start, what I want you to do is this. If you're watching this video on YouTube, please do like uh, this video and also subscribe. If you're listening to this on your podcast player of choice, also please do follow the podcast and leave a comment or leave a review rather. Leave a comment on YouTube. Let me know what you think of the tutorial. Let me know if there's anything you want covered or if you disagree or if you do, would do things differently. How do you start compression? And with if you're listening on your podcast platform, please do leave a review of the podcast. Let's get to it. So before we actually move on to using compression in context of drums, it's probably worth going over uh, what compression is. So I'm going to use the analogy of a parent and teenager. So the teenager in this instance is playing music too loud. So I'm the teenager, I'm blasting out Megadeth Hangar 18. It's got some Marty Freeman's blistering solo, which I'm still trying to learn. Uh, probably never will. But anyway, I try. And um, it's too loud. So the parent runs upstairs and bangs on the door and says, you know what, that's hit my threshold of tolerance for volume. you got to turn it down. Okay, so that's your threshold of the compressor. So in response, I say, well, how much do you want me to turn it down by? And in that instance, the parent then says, you know what? For every 5 dB you are over my threshold of tolerance, you're going to reduce the output to 1 dB. And I say, okay, fair enough. So in that instance, for example, if I then have an output of 10 dB over the threshold of tolerance of the parent, it's going to be reduced to 2 dB because it's 5 to 1 compression. So when I turn it down, how fast I turn it down when my parent says you gotta turn it down, is the attack. So the attack is how fast I'm gonna turn the music down. Obviously a fast attack comes down straight away. A slower attack, and I'm gonna gradually turn down the music. So when it comes to the release, so the release can be um, seen as the time it takes for me to then turn it back up to where it was in response to my parent leaving the room. Obviously a fast release means that I'll turn it straight back up again, and a slower release means that it's gonna probably take a bit of time, but it will eventually get to that release. So another thing to be wary of as well is what's called the knee. So you've got a hard knee and you've got a soft knee and there's a bit in between as well, but we're not gonna go into too much detail on that. So a hard knee would be me turning it down straight away. So imagine I've got the volume knob and I'm just immediately turning it down. A soft knee would be, would be with me with the volume knob and just gradually turning it down. So that is compression in a nutshell. And I hope that analogy helps you to understand or cement your understanding of compression. So what I'm gonna now show you is how I would go about configuring a compressor. So I'm in Logic Pro and I am using the Studio FET compressor and it comes with Logic Pro. I'm using an FET because it's a transistor compressor and it's got a very fast attack time. And that's what I want because I've got a kick drum sample. So I want a nice fast attack. 
So the way I would set a compressor is, and you can use this for any type of audio, and it's a really good starting point, is this. I'm going to set the attack all the way slow. I'm going to set the release all the way fast. Now, if you're using Logic and this particular compressor, make sure auto release is off and auto gain is off as well. I'm going to pump the ratio all the way up, and I'm going to bring the threshold all the way down. Okay, so if I play the audio, bring down the compressor. So the threshold set at minus 50, and I've got gain reduction of about, about seven, minus, well, 7 dB. It's minus, minus 7 dB. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to push the makeup gain so it's nice and audible. Okay, I don't want it to distort. So that's how, those are my initial settings. Obviously, that is not going to be the final thing. So with this particular one here, I don't want the attack to squash the transient. So I don't want a fast attack time. I want that hit of the kick drum to come through. So the way I do this is like this. I'm going to play the track, or rather play the drum. And I'm going to slowly bring in the attack to make it faster. And as soon as it starts to dull the sound of the kick drum, I'm going to stop. That's probably overdone it, but you can hear it's dulled the kick drum. So I'm going to dial it back a bit. Okay, so that's my attack. To get it to the point whereby it is dulling the sound and then just pull it back a bit. And that's letting that transient through. So I'm going to do something similar with the release. So I've got the release set super fast, well, all the way fast, super fast. And I'm going to slowly increase the release until it does the same again. So the sound is dull. There we go. And bring it back. It's a pretty fast release, to be honest. And I'll stop it there. So now what I'm going to do is I'm going to change the ratio, and I'm going to start here with four to one. And obviously, you can play around with this depending on what uh, sound you want to get from this. Ultimately, are you just aiming for a nice smooth compression, or are you trying to catch peaks? So then I'm going to start it at four to one. Let's play that, and then I'm going to bring down the gain. Let's put that at zero for now. And then the threshold, I'm going to go for about, let's go about minus 25. I've got about 3 dB of gain reduction. And then use the gain to make up for the reduction. Okay. And that is how I would initially set a compressor. So that's a really, really good starting point. And then you can go from there and do what you need to do. So let's just play it without the compressor. Now with. So hopefully you can hear the difference there. With that particular sample, the dynamic range isn't that varied, to be honest, and I could have used a better uh, better example. But in this instance, what I wanted to get across was how you could initially set up a compressor, because sometimes it can be quite difficult to know where to start. So use that as a starting point for your mixing. What you could also consider is this. When you're using a compressor, with regards to your threshold and the ratio, the lower the threshold, try and have a lower ratio, okay? With a higher threshold, you could then have a higher ratio, with the idea being that a higher threshold you could use to catch peaks, okay? Catch those wild transients, and you can have a higher ratio to control those. Then with the lower ratio and the lower threshold, you can use that to just smooth out your mix if you're using it on your mix bus or on the individual audio. So another really good tip for you there.
Let's take a quick break from this episode so that I can tell you about a free resource that I made for you. It's a PDF checklist that describes what you need to do to properly prepare a mix for mastering. So you've done the hard work and you love your mix, yet suitably preparing a mix for mastering is often overlooked by musicians, resulting in delayed sessions, excessive back and forth conversation and frustration on both parts. I want to help fix that. So if you want this free resource, just go to www.synthmusicmastering.com as this checklist will help and guide you to make the mastering process as smooth, transparent and exciting as possible. So again, the URL is www.synthmusicmastering.com for this free preparing a mix for mastering checklist. Let's get back to the episode. So this next technique is one of my favorite compression techniques and you can use this on a multitude of instruments and I particularly like to use it on drums with those fast hard hitting transient and it is parallel compression or New York compression. So in this instance I have a, I'm going to mute my auxiliary channel, so I've set an, up, uh, set an auxiliary channel up with a compressor on it and I've got this snare loop. Actually I just want the first two bars of it. Okay and I have bust this out to a parallel compressor. And it sounds like this at the moment. Obviously, that is just the stock FET compressor in Logic Pro with the settings that appear when you first set it up. What I want to do with this here is I want to set it so that I've got a fast attack and I've got a faster release. I absolutely want to kind of smash those transients. And ultimately, I'm just going to blend it in underneath the original track. So I'm turn off the auto gain again, turn off the auto release. And I want a pretty high attack time, to be honest. I'm going to go for six to one on this one as a setting. And you can play around with this. And let's try that. And I'm going to bring the threshold down. So I want quite a lot of compression happening here. And then my makeup gain to compensate for the gain reduction. more release. Okay, so what I'm going to do now is I'm going to bring the fader all the way down for the snare and then I'm going to slowly blend in the compressed signal with the dry signal. Okay, so hopefully you can hear the difference there. A lot punchier. So I'm just going to mute the compressed signal. And that's with the parallel compression. With, out. So without, and with. So now I'm going to blend that with my kick drum from earlier. So now I'm going to blend that with my kick drum from earlier. there we go. Once again, that technique can be applied on a multitude of instruments, as I said at the beginning there. And uh, try it on kick drums. I think it sounds fantastic on kick. And you can also use it really well on vocals as well to try and add a bit of beef to, beef to a vocal. 
Um, that's probably not the technical term, but it's the one I'm going to use. So just in a nutshell with parallel compression, you've got the dry signal, and you've got the wet signal. The wet signal being the compressor, and you're going to gradually bring that into taste. So you want a fast attack and a fast release. You want a medium to high ratio, I would say, but play around with that, do it to taste. And the threshold I aim for between sort of minus five, so not the threshold, and the uh, the actual gain reduction between minus five and minus 10, and obviously the makeup gain to compensate to bring it back to that that level that it was at before. So there we go, parallel compression, give it a go. So for this final drum compression tutorial, I'm going to compress a hi-hat. And I'm gonna follow the similar technique or steps that I did for the kick drum initially in setting up my compressor. But this time I'm using an opto compressor because it's not so hard on the clamping down of the transients. It's a bit smoother. So I'm using the vintage opto uh, compressor that comes in Logic Pro. So once again, I've got my threshold all the way down. I've got my ratio all the way up. Uh, I've got about 10 dB of, uh, of gain compensation of makeup game, slow attack, fast release. And this is what it sounds like. Now at the moment, the compressor, compressor isn't being triggered. So I'm gonna bring down the attack so it starts to dull the sound again. You can hear it there back. So I want a fairly slow attack on this. About there. Same again with the release. So let's bring the release in. You can hear a doll there. So let's dial it back. And there. And I'm going to bring the makeup game down. So to save my ears. And I want a fairly high threshold on this. I'm going to set it at 10 to 1. I really want to hit that hit that, uh, that game reduction hard. Let's bring down the threshold. Tiny bit, to be fair. So that's without. And that's with. Bring down that. Makeup gain. So with, without, with, without. So it just hits a bit harder. So ultimately, that is something that you can do on room mics as well. It's a pretty good tool to use on room mics and um, hi hats, as I've done here. So what I'm going to do now is play all three tracks together. So that's the kick, the snare, and the hi hat with all the processing. Then I'm going to remove the processing now. So that's with no processing whatsoever. And this is with. So hopefully you can hear the difference. I think it hits a lot harder. It sounds more aggressive. And that's the sort of sound I want to go for this particular sort of uh, composition I've got going here. It's a small composition, mind you. Um, but please do use these techniques in any of your mixes. They're a starting point. They're a guide, okay? They're not rules, all right? If they were rules, rules are there to be broken anyway. You've got to know the rules to break the rules in the words of Sunglasses Kid. Check out episode 46. So there we go. Compression, I hope this has helped. So there we go. That is the end of this tutorial on compression. I hope you've enjoyed this particular tutorial and I hope it's been of use. And uh, once again, it is a framework, a foundation for you to build your compressor knowledge. And uh, if it helps in some way in terms of your mixes, please do let me know. Whether that's on YouTube, leave a comment, 
or you could message me on Instagram at Inside the Mix Podcast. And also, if you're listening on your podcast player of choice, do leave a review. Let me know what you think. Don't forget to subscribe if you're watching on YouTube and also like. And if you're listening on your podcast player of choice, please do follow the podcast as well and look out for next week's episode. Thank you for listening to our show. If you like what you're hearing, make sure to rate our show on Apple Podcasts. Just a friendly reminder before you go, don't miss out on your free Test Master at Synth Music Mastering. Imagine enhancing your music with my dedicated commitment to quality and that personalized touch. And guess what? It's absolutely free of charge. To claim your free Test Master now at synthmusicmastering.com or click on the link in the episode description.